0: <laughs>
1: ma, 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 M- ma. Woo! Stop
0: Man, it's I trust you
1: Quieres bailar
0: <laughs> ah! Ma, ma, ma Okay, here we go Do you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these
1: movies? Disney Channel Disney Channel Disney Channel Hey everybody, welcome to episode 30 of the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. That's right, it's the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenon. My name is Brandon Lamudo. I am your host, and I have some friends here, and I'm going to introduce them to you. As always, we have our sound engineer, Mr. Ryan Metz. Right. We have our mixologist, Mr. James Lettiri. How you guys doing? Feeling great. You excited for episode XXX? Uh, Our Triple X episode. It's racy. It goes there. Yes, the new
0: Triple X movie. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Oh, actually, wait, I am excited.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad you figured that one out. And I know why I'm excited. Why? It's a special episode. It's such a special episode. You have no idea. So, yes, this is our 30th episode. You already know what movie we're doing, but. You might not know what special guest we have for this episode. Oh, that's right. If you follow us on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, you'll see that I've been hinting at who our very special guest is. You've been doing it on the Twitter too. I have. At Tipsy Panel. And you guys, uh, some of you have figured it out, maybe not all of you, but I am so excited to say that this guest, she is a friend of the show. She is a Disney powerhouse. She is a triple threat. She is here promoting her third album, Symptoms. Know who it is yet? And you may recognize her for any of her popular roles, including Sharpay from the High School Musical series. That's (gasps) right. We have Ashley Tisdale. She's going to be here any minute, and she's going to tell us all about her time with High School Musical and all her fun stories from being on there. I can't believe that we landed this. It's a huge milestone for the Tipsy panel. This is going to be this is what what, what, what is that? What is um, it, did, one did,
0: second I, I forgot to put my phone on do,
1: You left your phone on? Um, yeah, this better be good.
0: Ryan, don't do this to me. Ryan? Well, apparently not only does Ashley not know where Astoria in New York is, she's not coming here. No. you're uh, kidding. Uh, no.
1: I double checked this a thousand times. I called I called her publicist. I, call, I called her mom. I, I, I found where she lives, and I started throwing rocks at her window. Do you know how expensive flights to L.A. were? Well,
0: did you call her sister? Because she's the one who's in charge of all this. Ah, fuck. I don't know, man. I, I don't know if she ever got on the plane.
1: I thought we had this locked down. Oh, my God. This, um, is, this is embarrassing. We just have to cancel the episode. Well, no. Actually, Number we don't 30? have to start over. What? What are you getting at?
0: So, uh, actually, I did have a backup plan, and uh, do you know what Skype is? Uh, Remind me. Well, uh, so earlier in the day, I reached out to, uh, she's a friend of the show.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, We actually used to have her on pretty often. Mm -hmm. Uh, You might even say that she is a co-host of the show. Mm -hmm. Dialed in on Skype all the way from Austin, Texas, we've got Miss Brennan Banta on the Ah! phone.
2: My God! It's me. It's Brennan Plan B Banta, uh, which was also my uh, name in high school. <laughs> it
1: feels
0: so okay. good to hear Hi, your guys. voice here again. It's amazing to actually hear your voice. Hear
1: your voice. Yeah, this is incredible.
2: I know. It's amazing to um, you know see you guys on a flat surface. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hi. We basically have Brennan in the studio now. Uh, we've got all sorts yeah. of video and audio hooked up. and uh,
2: Our studio has now expanded... You know, we're we're in a two state area. We are, yeah. Yeah.
1: This this has never happened before. We're bi coastal, baby. Well, sort of bi coastal. Do you consider the Gulf of Mexico to be a coast? Yes. (laughs) Okay, then yeah, we're bi coastal. Guys,
3: if we commit a crime, it's a Rico case now. Ooh, Ooh oh, that's very exciting. Oh,
2: that's fun. I'm going
1: to um, yeah, George W. And I'm a party to it for the first time. Since episode nineteen, we have all four members of the Tipsy Panel back on the Tipsy Panel. This Aww. feels wow. awesome.
2: The band is back together.
1: It is so. Brennan, have you been keeping up with the Tipsy Panel? What's been going on in your life? How's the decoms for you?
2: Um, I have been keeping up. I haven't been watching the movies, but I've been listening to the show. Um, I got to tell you, I'm just going to brag for a little bit. I love Austin, Texas. It is a fabulous place to live. Um, It was 80 degrees today. (sighs) Damn it. Sorry about it. We're happy Um, for you. We're so happy for you. I know. I think maybe we should all just move here and live in my house with me. Oh,
1: that sounds fun. I would like to do that. Last time your- we saw you was back in July. Uh, we all went no. there. We visited. Oh, right. Oh, well, last time we saw you yeah. in Austin was was in July. We all went there. Don't and forget uh, about your own wedding, you big dumb I idiot. Did forget, yeah, yeah. I did forget about that. Oops. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, now we got everybody back together again. And this is going to be a very special episode. It's even better now that Ashley Tisdale is not here.
0: Why is it going to be a special episode, Brennan?
1: Did you say Brandon oh, or Brennan? What? <laughs> I said
2: because I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly why. And also because because we are reviewing the mammoth of the Disney Channel original movies, you know, uh, universe. Yeah.
1: No. Absolutely. This is like the powerhouse. I think the biggest
2: one. The biggest one when I was the target market for Disney Channel original movies, and probably you too. We're reviewing High School Musical Numero Uno.
1: High School Musical. Uh, High Sorry. School Musical. Just for some history, came out in 2006. Um, it had it has spawned a full franchise. Um, there is uh, there are two sequels and a spin-off. we already did the spin-off that's Sharpay's fabulous adventure and that was definitely one of our least favorites.
3: yeah but that doesn't
1: necessarily <laughs> tell us anything about the beginning. Um, it's it spawned so much. There have been uh, what is it there have been three novelizations and 14 spin-off books. Uh, the first book which was based on the movie was on the bestseller list for the New York Times for 16 consecutive weeks. Wait
0: excuse me what books?
1: Yeah they did novelizations like, of the movies like paper yeah. And binding. What the fuck? They had. Oh, they have a new series now: High School Musical: colon, The Musical: colon, The Series. Um, it has been. It is on the brand <sighs> new colon. Disney Plus, which uh, as of this episode, this is the first episode that we're airing since Disney Plus has come out. Don't plug it. Don't plug it. I'm not plugging it, but I'm telling you that's what's true. Don't plug it. High School Musical: The Musical: The Series has been originally broadcasted in 15 different languages. That's how you know Jesus. ubiquitous this is. It had three spinoffs, a Brazilian spinoff, a Chinese remake, and an Argentinian remake. Musical Kaleja. <laughs> they did an ice <laughs> tour. They made six video games.
0: No. No. What? Six video how games. Much how much of this are you making? How
3: up?
1: many of them were for DS. Three of them.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, this is no joke. There were six video games, um, all, you know, various types of, like, music or dancing type games. You picked a doozy, Brennan. (laughs) Yeah, this one was Brennan's choice.
2: Save the best for me. Wow, they're as recent as the Wii platform. Yeah. mm -hmm. Oh. Well, High School Musical
1: 3 came out in 2008 in theaters. Yeah. Fun. Oh i mean God. you know there's Wait. there's so much i could say about all these but you just to understand the staying power of high school musical the third movie came out and it was the highest opening weekend for a musical um by a long shot um it made 80 it grossed 84 million dollars in its opening weekend beating the previous record which was charlie and the chocolate factory by almost 30 million dollars which was wow. huge yikes yeah jeez. So this this movie yeah. was you know gigantic, and High School Musical started it all off.
2: Um, yeah, it says it cost to twenty two point two million to make and two hundred and fifty three million.
1: Yeah, High wow. School Musical yeah. three grossed like ten oh times God. more than its budget. So, because
2: that one was actually in theaters, I don't remember that when I was in high school. Yeah. It is
1: the first Disney Channel original movie to spawn a theatrical release. Chris. No wait, mm-hmm. number one came out in what year? Two thousand six. It came out January twenty something. And then three
3: came out in two thousand eight.
1: Yeah, they cranked out one a year. Wow. Yeah.
3: Holy crap. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, they they knew how powerful this was, and they just you know they made must it have all just
3: kept it rolling. Like immediately, we're like, we know what's coming.
1: Oh no, they absolutely did. Uh, the soundtrack of High School Musical was the gl- greatest selling album of two thousand six. Oh my god. The last time a That's movie wild. soundtrack huh. did that was in nineteen ninety eight, uh, the Titanic soundtrack. Jeez. But yeah. Uh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. So I would have
2: guessed like Rent.
1: Yeah, no I mean yeah. I, I only went far back enough to see wow. the newest one, but I think the Rent movie came out more recently than Titanic, yes. I don't know. Yeah. The Rent oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah Rent was yeah, yeah, after. Yeah. But
1: yeah, have no, have High School Greeks. Musical sold three point seven million copies for the oh, original my soundtrack. God. And it's, you know, wow, that's
2: so weird because that's like how many people listen to this podcast every episode. I
1: know. Isn't that <laughs> yeah. crazy? All of you out there, you all and bought the album.
2: We don't have a single video game, which no. feels like my fault. It feels like it's in my wheelhouse. Yeah, you're
1: the one that's going to be able to do that, Brandon. We're, we're relying on you. By the, you know what? How about by uh, fourth quarter 2020? Let's get a video game out there. We
3: right. also don't have a single ad. For all of those listeners And that's because we just want to keep it pure We don't want any corporate input On what we're saying well, we'd probably about get 9-11 and and about,
0: Yeah, with that too
1: <laughs> ah, Don't worry about that
0: DCTP colon nine eleven. The text-based <laughs> adventure <laughs>
1: Alright, uh, let's get into High School Musical wait, Oh
0: wait But before we get into the movie We're called the Tipsy Panel for a reason And Bre- Brennan, maybe you can help me remember Because I always forget Why we're called the Tipsy Panel
2: well, tipsy is a word that <laughs> assumes that someone has been drinking alcohol. Couldn't be me. And um, that's what we do here at the Tipsy Panel. Sorry, I'm glued. I'm glued to High School Musical right now. We have it on our second
1: screen. You know. <laughs> We're no, it and, the Tipsy uh, Panel because we get drunk. Yeah, sorry. No, that's okay. It, I understand you. the distraction. Yes, uh, we have alcohol in the Tipsy Panel. James is our mixologist. He always makes a delicious cocktail. Today is no exception. James, tell what'd us about you the make drink. this
3: time? I made a. Chimayo! Oh. Uh, it is the official cocktail of new mexico
1: oh, which is where high school musical takes place
3: high school musical takes place and it's pretty good it's got tequila which i think is my favorite liquor
1: it's the best mixing liquor in my opinion it
3: is it's just enough um so yeah chimayo is really simple it's uh tequila one and a half ounce tequila one ounce of apple cider unfiltered apple cider the better you can get, the better it'll be. Uh, half ounce of lemon juice and a quarter ounce of creme de cassis, which is I just got for the first time. It's a black currant liqueur from France.
1: Oh, my God. I've never heard of that
3: before. And, yeah, it's really sweet, but
0: it's pretty good.
3: Hey, I'm a
1: fan. No, I love this. this you did a delicious. good job.
0: Thank you. It's, it's It's a nice color. It's a nice flavor. It's very well balanced. Thank you. Yeah. Good work. I like it.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you. If you would like to make this drink, you can. We will be posting the recipe on our Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. And you can make the drink and you could send us pictures and show us the drink and we'll be like, Hey, that's cool. You did a really cool thing. We're proud of you. That's our drink. You made our drink. Yeah, we're very happy. All right. I know you guys are dying. yeah, let's get to the movie. <laughs> so you guys dying are dying to, to hear about, about this. this. Okay, so y- y- you all you all know the plot of High School Musical. It's a high school, and they're doing a musical. Uh, Troy and Gabriella. It's like Greece. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yes, basically it's like Greece. Greece. Well, fun fact. Um, ugh, now I'm digressing again. Um, there was a studio that was sitting on a like Greece spinoff that was basically this exact plot. Um, it never made it past uh, pre-production, and then they Disney readapted it as High School Musical. So yeah. Wow. Um, hmm. That's pretty much it, uh, but yeah, uh, Troy is uh, the the captain of the basketball team, uh, bringing them to the state finals. And Gabriella is a brand new student. And when Troy and Gabriella find each other in East High, uh, they convince each other to try out for the musical, much to the chagrin of uh, drama star Sharpay and her twin brother Ryan. And also,
3: everyone else in the movie.
1: Um, yeah, no, nobody likes that they're doing the musical because it's you know breaking the mold, and you can't do that. You're only allowed to do one thing and one thing only. You got to stick to the status quo. Oh yeah, that's the song. Stay in your lane, baby. All right, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the movie. You all know it's going to have a happy ending. There's no spoilers there. It's High School Musical. Everybody has heard of it before. Um, I can say that my personal experience with High School Musical is that when it came out. I had a sister who was 11, I had a sister who was 9, and I had a sister who was 8. So, this movie was on all the goddamn time. Uh, so, before watching this last night, I was already very familiar with everything in this movie. Uh, I even found myself, like, you know, when, when um what is it, when, like, we're, we're All in This Together comes on, the the final, like, encore. I'm like, I'm doing the moves and my, like, I know these moves. I've seen them <laughs> so many times. But yeah, um, that's that. Um, did you guys have any initial thoughts about this movie? Anything you, kn- what'd you know about this movie before we watched it for the podcast?
0: I knew Zac Efron was in it. I knew Vanessa Hudgens was in it. I knew Sharpay. it was about we high school. Yeah. I knew Ashley Tisdale was in it. That was all I really knew her from was this. Right. Same. Um,
1: um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Zac Efron, this was his breakout role. This was Vanessa Hudgens' breakout role. Um, uh, who else was in this? Uh, Lucas Grabeel, uh, who is Ryan, and Olesco Rulin, who is uh, the piano player, Kelsey. They were both. They had both done other Disney Channel movies. They were in Halloween Town High, which we'll watch next Halloween. And now um, they're dead. God rest their souls. Uh, yeah, very sad. To, very sad yep. to announce to it, the world. You heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, uh, Ryan and Kelsey, um, uh, rest in peace. The oh. other Ryan. The other yeah.
3: person I recognized from this, well, I thought it was going to be two people. Turns out it was one. Number one, Troy's dad thought it was Michael C. Hall. Yeah, it it's looks not. just like Michael C. Hall. It's not Dexty. <laughs> um, but number two, the principal of the high school mm-hmm. is the coach from Double Teamed. Oh, yeah.
1: Ooh. Yeah, yeah it yeah. absolutely is. Um,
2: Whoa,
1: that was a good call. hmm <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie was, was primed for success. Um, the director of this movie uh, is a name that you may have heard. His name is Kenny Ortega. Uh, Kenny Ortega uh, has a long-running history of being a choreographer and director for Disney. Uh, he directed Newsies. He directed the classic Hocus Pocus. Um, he was a choreographer for Dirty Dancing. He was a choreographer for Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, and he choreographed and directed world concert tours for Cher... Gloria Estefan, and Michael Jackson.
0: Whoa. He's, wow.
1: He's the director of the, the movie that came out right when Michael Jackson died. Uh, he was directing and choreographing the world tour, and then Michael Jackson uh, died. And then they made the movie. Oh, uh, Oh my God. Finding Do you guys Neverland? remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. LOL.
2: Do you guys remember where you were when you found out that Michael Jackson died? I remember I do.
1: exactly where I was. Me too. It I was don't. my first year working at a summer camp. We were sitting in a circle. It was a Thursday, and we were eating barbecue chicken, and it was slowly passed around by the few people who owned smartphones in 2009 that Michael Jackson had died. And then a lot of people doubted it because we had no way to verify it, and it was just rumor. Right. And then we found out, yep, he croaked. Wait, Brennan, where I were was you? Sitting,
2: I was sitting in my friend's room and he had a novelty Mickey Mouse phone where like Mickey was holding the actual call receiver up with his hands and the phone rang once and he picked it off, picked it up and he said, What? And then he went, Oh, bummer and hung it up, and then without even looking at anybody, he just went Michael Jackson's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think that's why I remember it. Uh, less because you know, that was, that was it was just it was a moment.
1: Oh what? Oh, Kelsey from High School Musical's dead? <laughs> oh, bummer. You know how um, Boomers and Gen X have their uh, flashbulb memory of Where Were You When JFK was shot? Well, we have Where Were You When Michael Jackson died. Yeah. That's our thing.
3: Everyone tweet at us, send us emails, uh, send us DMs on Instagram. Where were you when Michael Jackson died? Uh, we'll share our favorites on the next episode. <laughs> at Disney
1: Channel Tipsy Panel. And, <laughs> and email us Panel at gmail.com. Subject line, Where I was when MJ died. (laughs) Okay, let's get into this movie. We've spent way too long not talking about High School Musical, and there's so much to say about High School Musical. But if I may, can we talk about 9-11 for a bit first? No! We still (laughs) devote way too much time to 9-11. Anyway, um, so High School Musical starts off on New Year's Eve um, at some ski resort. Um, this is where Troy and Gabriella meet. We are introduced to Troy as a basketball player who is you know, pushed by his dad to play basketball forever in classic decom fashion. And we are introduced to Gabby as the girl in the full purple velour outfit and pink UGG boots mm-hmm. um, reading a book. And she doesn't want to go celebrate.
0: Her mom takes her book away, and then she's like, Mom, can I have my
1: book back? Like, what self-respecting parent doesn't want their kid to read? Yeah. So right from the very first moment, it's... Pretty easy to tell. Vanessa Hudgens, her acting chops are just not there in this movie. Like she broke out from this. This was huge for her, but uh, she she didn't know how to act have, yet. Have they ever been there? No. So, I mean, I think Zac Efron does a good job in this movie. No, he's fine. She's not. Right, but this is a breakout for both of them. I'm breaking out. <laughs> are else? you breaking free? Get what? it? Because it's a song in the movie.
3: So she was in this movie. What was her last movie that she did? Was it like Spring Breakers? Was she in that? She was indeed.
1: She
2: was in Spring Breakers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, here, I'm I'm going to pull up her page, and I could tell you exactly see, what I she's done. See, I saw her done. on Broadway. Really? What did you see no her in? No way. No
2: way. Yeah, I did with my mom. We went to TKTS. It was like the cheapest thing. Sorry, Vanessa. <laughs> uh,
1: what
2: the hell was that called? It was called Gigi. Gigi.
1: Uh, Gigi. Uh,
2: yeah, she sang, she danced. Sounds like a good time. Triple threat.
1: So Vanessa Hudgens has has acted consistently since High School Musical. Finished the most recent thing that she has done uh, as of today is Drunk History. Um, nice. She did. She had a. F- she played a few different characters in you know retellings in Drunk History. Um, she was in the live movie of Rent in 2019. She played Maureen. I don't yes. know if that's a main character, and uh, various other things. But yeah, those are, I guess, the most recent things that she did. But yeah, so she's still working. Um, I guess that nude photo didn't really ruin her career like they said it would. (laughs) Good for her? Mm -hmm.
3: We should say, while her acting not exactly up to par, her singing really good. Yeah, Uh, Mm -hmm. Zac Efron's, and I'm doing air quotes here, singing, Mm -hmm. it wasn't really him.
1: Also good, but it wasn't him. So they wrote this movie for a tenor part and Zac Efron could not sing that high. So uh, another, I guess, veteran, uh, you know, like Disney stock singer, uh, Drew Seely, he did all of the singing. And then when they did the High School Musical Tour, uh, he did the tour because Zac Efron was filming Hairspray. It's kind of funny that like, for any extra, curricu- like ex- extra stuff that they did with High School Musical, he wasn't involved in because he was already a big star. Like, he did yeah. Hairspray, and he did, um, ugh, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but he did so many things right after. It he happened- did Seventeen again.
3: Oh, Seventeen again.
1: So, yeah, he, he, he had a lot going on for him.
3: It happened immediately for Yeah, him. it really
1: did. He was uh, an immediate teen heartthrob. Um... But anyway, um, back to the movie. New Year's Eve, um, they go do karaoke, and some you know stupid guy just sets them up and says, "You two are doing karaoke. Doesn't matter that you don't know each other. You'll thank me later for this." Um, and then they sing uh, "Start of Something New." Now, the funniest thing about this whole sequence is that "Start of Something New" is not like, yeah, I mean, it's the first musical number of the movie. But it's presented as a karaoke song, meaning this song existed in the <laughs> yeah. universe. Like somebody wrote this song, and it was popular enough to have a karaoke version, and it was you know played, and you know these two random people both just knew the song. Right. Thank you for pointing that out to me because I was like, how do they both know this song? Like, who do you think it would be by? So it's two thousand six. Uh, who who sings "Start of Something New"? Panic Ashley Simpson, the Disco. Panic the Disco. Panic Ashley the Simpson. Brennan, who do you think sings "Start of Something New" in the real in the High School Musical world, where the song already existed?
2: Uh, start of something. Wasn't it? Isn't that that? That's how the song starts.
1: No, it is. But but, oh, but like a band. Well, oh, yeah, because okay. it's it's 2006? a karaoke song that they both know.
2: It was freaking. You know. Um, uh, it was Smash Mouth. God, who the hell was it? I don't know. <laughs> Panic the Disco. Fall Out Boy. Panic at 2006? Sign the Disco. Um, of Montreal. Oh yeah, I like that. <laughs>
1: that could definitely be them. Just just throwing a bunch of synth sounds and yeah, it's an of Montreal song. And both Troy and Gabriella, the jock and the nerd, both love of Montreal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is- but anyway, yeah, this is how they get to know each other. They have instant chemistry. Uh, they exchange numbers, and then Troy thinks he's never going to see Gabrielle again. I was
0: really expecting them to kiss. Like, really, really, right really away. expecting them well, to kiss. Well,
1: that was kiss. the move, you know? Like They, they, they the... never
2: kiss, period, do they? No,
1: no, they no. don't. They almost do, he... and then Chad, uh, Corbin Blue, he cock blocks them.
0: He smooches her. He gives her a little peck on the cheek yeah. at the end of the movie. Some yeah. real action. Whatever.
2: But... I give pecks on the cheeks all the time. Yeah. there's Lucky no of all ages yeah this
1: movie doesn't and have women. any any and mouth-to-mouth action damn it oh darn um <laughs> oh, whatever
2: i guess it's just you know there's no sex drugs or rock and roll they definitely teens. do
1: kisses they're also
3: teens like it's always weird when they're oh i'm sorry. clearly not
2: no teen smoochies. no teen smoochies. no, teen smoochy. no, no um, smoochy i would like teens. to talk about the dramas teacher
3: of uh, mrs oh. darvis I hate her. Because she was
2: giving me major Fraser Crane vibes.
1: Oh, was she? Oh, I got yeah, Mrs. Yeah, especially, Doubtfire. I mean,
2: she calls um, sports teams sports posses.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I did like that. Oh, you're right. Ms. Darvis had some, some real acting in this movie. She was, uh, you know, she, she, whoever that actress is, and I should have her name written down, but I don't. She's she looked like
2: mate. Meryl Streep, she like did. cousin Sue. <laughs> yes, yeah Street. Sue Streep uh, she was
1: the only real actor in this <laughs> her movie na- her name is Allison Reed and she did a very good job of just being a drama teacher I fully believed that she could have actually been a drama teacher in her life she says musicals. yep uh she also she she mentioned something you know anytime that Troy and Gabriella are late she she mentioned something about how theater has like a, a long and honorable tradition of being on time I, is that like a real thing I think she's totally bullshitting. <laughs>
0: We should have asked Gianfranco Lentini.
1: He would know. Yes, oh, yeah. our former guest for the Cheetah Girls, who we will have back whenever we do the rest of the Cheetah Girls movies. But yeah, that, that would have been nice to know. If only we could you know, have seen two weeks into the future.
0: If only we had a way to know this information that was in the palms of our hands at the tips of our fingers. <clears throat> I don't understand.
1: Oh, oh well. Anyway, so uh, we cut to <laughs> we cut to the start of uh, the next semester at school. And surprise, surprise, Gabriella is a new student at East High. Oh, wow. Uh, if any of you were not sure, East High is the actual name of the school that they filmed at. It wasn't like some bullshit fake name wow. that's filmed at East High School in hey, Utah. W-
2: what's the name of the high school where Jesse Pinkman and Walter Wright go to? Oh,
3: oh West High.
1: University.
0: God
2: again. University. All right. Never mind.
1: Yeah, I I don't remember the name of it. But I um, just
2: saying, we're in Albuquerque. You know, similar times. When did that show come out? Like. Yeah, two, two 2007, 2008.
1: Wait, 2008? is there theory
0: I, I smell here? That, yes, the um, theory. High School Musical and Breaking Bad existed in the
1: same universe? Okay, okay, okay. Oh. Yeah, here's, because here's what after
2: happens. the school, you know, first everyone does meth, and then everyone starts bringing out in song and dance.
1: <laughs> here's my idea. It's... So the chemistry teacher clearly was not up to snuff because all of the chemistry in this movie looks terrible. So when they fired the chemistry teacher, Walter White came in. And that's that's where the movie picks up, definitely. Or that's where Breaking Bad picks up. That's how it goes.
2: Stick to the status quo, Walter White. Yeah. Chemistry teachers can't be <laughs> scarfaces.
1: I would love to hear Walter White's confession in song. I cook meth. Yeah, you know, blue meth, uh, clear meth. I do it all. It's it's great. I love it. I got it. No, yeah, no, I'm surprised no, no. that no. hasn't
2: have like a musical spinoff just because of its popularity.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I haven't watched El Camino. Maybe it is. That's true. Oh,
2: I haven't either. I haven't heard that it isn't a musical. Uh,
1: yeah, we don't know enough to dispute it. <laughs> I actually did hear that Vanessa Hudgens performs Breaking Free in El Camino. So, mm, there oh, we go. Breaking mm-hmm. Free bad. Yep. We're smoking. <laughs> We're <Matt.
2: selling laughs> drugs to everyone in the tri-state area. <laughs> We're ho- Okay. <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Um... Troy and Gabriella still have instant chemistry, um, and then Miss Darvis tells them all that there's a musical, um, and Troy and Gabriella, in an effort to you know keep their spark going, are both toying with the idea of being in the musical. But um, Gabriella's new friend Taylor tells Gabriella, "Nah, Troy's a jock. We don't like jocks." And Troy's friend Chad tells Troy, no, nah, we don't like musicals because we're jocks and you're not allowed to do anything except your one hobby.
0: Yeah. So if I could jump ahead a little bit, I can't believe they sung a whole song about how you yeah. should only do one thing. Stick to yeah. the status
1: quo. It's arguably the most catchy song in the, the whole yes. thing. Yeah. It's a very impressive number. You know, they have a lot of different moving parts in the cafeteria um, and it, it's, a, it's a very well written song. You're only allowed to do one thing. You can't do anything else. Smart kids can't dance hip-hop. The, quote, skater kids, but clearly stoners, can't play the cello. Mm -hmm. And uh, basketball players cannot uh, either sing or bake. It's just not allowed.
2: (laughs)
3: Um, Yeah, clearly the most writing and the most like budget was put into that song. Oh, 100%. Because the song they sing in the audition, the first one, um what's it called? What I've been looking for. Uh, oh, you mean that, that
1: Sharpay and Ryan sing.
3: The Charpe and Ryan sing and that Troy and Gabriella sing and that everyone else sings, uh it's a bad song. It every verse rhymes with the same word. Like they rhyme you and you and yeah. four and four, like not even like the number four and th and <laughs> four something. It's just four and four.
1: Okay, I'm 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 just gonna throw this out there now because because it it makes my my role commenting on this easier and you should all know there I I love all of these songs I, I, there I said it I think all of the songs are very good except for uh, Gabriella's solo that's the only exception I yeah. think all of the songs are good of course you do yeah of course I do I love pop that's that's just just where I'm at yeah you do it's, and there's a very good reason that this movie was as popular as it was the Th- songs are good.
0: This whole movie didn't have a single song that was as good as uh, the "This is Real," "This is Me," "This is
1: Oh the song. Camp Rock song." Yeah, the Camp
3: Rock song mm, is great. hard.
1: Disagree. Okay. No, I, I mean, I mean, Camp Rock is 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 good and all, but no, High School Musical takes the cake in my humble opinion.
0: Is your opinion humble?
1: No, not at all. Actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm quite a braggart. Um but anyway, um Troy and Gabriella audition for the musical. They get callbacks. Um but also the you know the, the audition is where we really see our first signs of Sharpay and Ryan. And we gotta talk about Sharpay and Ryan because there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Oh
2: um, my god, they played Romeo and Juliet ugh. together.
1: Well, well, they're twin
2: brother and sister.
1: Yeah. Let let's ugh. let's just state the obvious. Um they're fucking Ew. Yep. They are they are they are twins and they are committing incest.
2: They're definitely. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're going all the way, but they're definitely sleeping in the same bed every night, <laughs> cuddling yeah. up.
1: And I don't know those laws in Mexico. Stealing the covers from each other. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, they, they, they they're just extremely comfortable with each other. And you know, like, and and that that works for them because when they're on stage, there's no tension either. And there's two reasons for them not having any tension with each other. It's because there's no sexual tension at all because they're siblings, or because there's no sexual tension because they're already fucking. Yeah, and I think it's because they're already fucking. They shared a womb. However, it is also believed strongly that Ryan is a gay character. Um, Kenny Ortega, um, who is gay himself openly and proud and that's great uh he would have liked ryan to be an openly gay character but disney wasn't going to allow that at the time but can
2: we talk about their horrendous fashion choices yes oh yeah yeah. ryan wears so many hats all right so many hats so does sharp i don't even think he has a top of a head
0: if i may (laughs) about ryan's hats i kept thinking that the brown and white one that he was wearing was a pair of underwear on his head
1: i thought he looked (laughs) like a shoe
0: Hideous, no matter how you slice it.
1: Yeah, he has many different hats. In all of these
3: movies, I feel like Disney, before they made every one of them, they just bought a warehouse full of Kangle hats. (laughs) Everyone's wearing
1: a white or a brown Kangle hat. They must have decided, like, you know, in 2002, like, guys, these things are huge. Let's get a million of them. And yeah. then they did, and then they weren't huge anymore. Or like
3: Greg Kangle was like the CMO of <laughs> Disney at the time, and he was like, "We need to push these. I need to double dip."
1: <laughs> My name Greg Kangle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, uh, Troy and Gabriella they get callbacks, um, and they work directly with the um, the, the the composer the the. High school composer Kelsey, who is writing this whole musical, or at least all of the songs in the musical, she was mad good for a high school composer. Oh, yeah. she is incredible! If these are the songs that she wrote, she is a star, and she deserves you know all the success in the world. And she also has plenty of those Kangol hats. Hey. Um, but yeah, Miss um, Darbus sets them up specifically uh, to practice with Kelsey because she sees something in Troy and Gabrielle and things that could happen, but. As soon as everyone finds out that they're auditioning for the musical, uh, that's a big no-no, fellas. Um, Gabby, you're smart. You can't do anything else. Troy, you're good at sports. You can't do anything Troy, else. Troy, you're
0: dumb. You can't do anything else. Yeah, so, Troy
2: is dumb. Did you see him painting that box in the for the set design? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. He was using basically a nail polish brush <laughs> to point a whole box.
1: Well, it was detention, so maybe she made him <laughs> oh do that. Oh, my God. Did, oh, does anybody punishment. remember the the weird, uh, I guess, like, uh, how, what do you even call those things? The subtitles in, the, in, like, a few scenes? Yeah. So, like, at the very beginning, you know, it's just, it's establishing. Albuquerque, New Mexico. You see it written at the bottom of the page. That's fine. You know, that's normal. Um, when they're in detention, and we kind of know they're in detention because we knew they were all sent to detention. It says, detention, Darbus style. Yep. Like, did we, did <laughs> we need that? I, I don't think it was necessary. And then the last one... Which, uh, which is on the screen like Basically the beginning of the third act of the movie It just says Game day Callback day Scholastic, scholastic decathlon day Help Help, Help. <laughs> Yeah, that it, was weird It makes me think uh, it, I'm seeing a growing level of sentience In the, the subtitle writer <laughs> It makes me think that that's a character in the movie That's the story nice. I want to hear
3: it's a Greek chorus that is gaining one consciousness and realizing that it needs help. <laughs> it's, it's a neural network.
1: Yes. Oh, it's a bag of frogs. Oh. Um, can I can I talk about Troy for a minute? No, um, you can't. Because the the plot of this movie is nothing. I'd rather just talk about the people in the movie. Okay. Um, the entire movie. Nobody would question anyone's motives in this movie at all. If Troy just said like, "Yeah, there's this cute girl." I want to get to know her. Yeah. <laughs> that, like that's, that's everyone would be like, yeah, of course that's, that's normal. You should do that.
3: That's true.
1: But at no point do they ever acknowledge feelings for each other. And I guess that is very, you know, like if the target audience is children, then that makes sense. But they it, it's normal to tell your friends like, yeah, I'm interested in this girl. Right. But th-
0: the actual revealing of feelings would, I don't know, it'd be too overt. Like, uh I don't know where I was going with this, but th- I don't know, they could they, they couldn't do that because then there'd be no movie there.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, I know, and it, it, it destroys the entire premise of the movie. But it feels so unnatural that at no point does Troy ever say, I like this girl. Like you'll see that in every other decom where it's like, yeah, I like this girl. Or like they're you know, they're denying that they like this girl, which he never really does except to impress his friends. But That's it's such a normal human reaction that that is just so alien to everyone in this movie.
3: (laughs) There's also no none of that for Vanessa Hudgens. Mm -hmm. Like Troy, everyone in this movie will be like, oh, Troy. And all the girls like freak out when they talk about Troy. No one has any of that for Gabriella. Yeah. But she's still the one that they wind up. to. It's weird. Like there's literally nothing. They're just like, she's just there. She's smart.
1: Yeah. And now here's, here's the other thing about, I guess the perception of Troy, because Taylor tells Gabby this, like, you know, like, you know, Troy's just a jock. Like, you know, that that's, that's all he is. He's just a jock and we don't hang out with the jocks, but there's. Every portrayal of, of Troy in this movie is he's a good guy Yep. like like the the, the one scene in particular that I can think of is r- right before they do the reprise of uh, what I've been looking for with Kelsey where she drops all of her music mm-hmm. and Troy immediately runs up to help her he doesn't know her he doesn't really know her at all he runs up to help her and he just starts getting to know her immediately You're like wow you wrote all of this that's amazing like he he compliments her he's he only shows himself as a good person. Except when his (laughs) friends pressure him to not be a good person. But, you know, like, I, 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 if, if, like, you know, okay, like, if you're going to establish that he's this jock, make, make him, you know, give him the, the jock persona. Make him only care about the basketball friends and make him only, you know, make him self centered. Make him only thinking about his future. But we only see a good side of him the whole time in the movie.
3: But that is the interesting thing of like, he is this conflicted, like you want him to seem like he is stifled and can't be who he wants to be, which is weird to see in someone who seemingly has it all. Yeah. I guess that's the crux of the. Mo- like we're literally like talking about the crux of the movie, but he, he, he has so many advantages, and he's still the underdog of the movie.
1: <laughs> so here's the thing that I really liked on uh, when they when they put up the callback sheet. Um, so the 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 the, two, the pair the the lead couple uh, you got two people who you know got the callbacks for that. You got Ryan and Sharpay. You got Troy and Gabriella. Ryan. But the isn't that his name? Ryan. Yeah.
0: That's my name. Well,
1: it's his name too. Get no, used that's to not it. not possible. God, get used to it, buddy. Um, But right under that The next role is The Incredible Mr. Shane And we don't see any of the Incredible Mr. Shane In this movie
0: Mr. Shame Mr. Shane My name, Mr. Shame
1: And I want to know what the Incredible Mr. Shane does How do you think a song would go? I better be something like this Oh, well, I'm an incredible guy And I got a really sad song Da-da-da-da-da-da-da My name's Mr. Shame no. That's my name? Now, that would have been the lead single off of the High School Musical yeah. soundtrack. Everybody knows when I'm in pain. We never get the name of this musical, do we?
3: No. Nor any of the plot. We know we nothing only, about the plot. We only see the auditions.
1: Yeah, they, they're not necessarily they don't related to the musical itself. Right, they don't read anything. It's it's no. just songs.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and the two songs that, that they do audition for, they don't really, or the three, I guess, they don't really make sense together.
1: So it's what I've been looking for. It's um, bop, "Bop to the, the Top,", top which to the is top. a bop. I love bop. "Bop to the Top," and and "Breaking Free," the the classic. Yeah. uh you know, we're so. I mean, I guess I don't know. I guess I'm wrong. it's
2: all just about like you know, good feelings. Good I, feeling feelings musical, I bet in most musicals, I bet in most musicals.
1: You could probably pick out three songs where none of them really sound related. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that well-versed on musicals.
3: The room where it happened.
1: The room Oh, is that Hammy? Yeah, it's Hammy. Hamm- Haven't hammy. Haven't seen it. I'm going to be the president. I'm going to be the treasurer. I'm going to die in a bad duel in New Jersey. Hammy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hello.
1: Anyway. Oh my God! How um, well, about well,
2: Gabriella's well, silent cry, where it literally looked oh. like they they spritzed her like I spritz my succulent plants when I water them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no way that she could have made herself cry at, at this point in her acting career. There's really yeah. not much that she was able to do.
0: Yeah, Vanessa, remember a time where you were really
1: sad?
2: Mm, I was talking to a guy and I had spinach in my
1: teeth. (laughs) That's Vanessa Hudgens. I didn't get what I wanted for Christmas. (laughs) So, I think in this whole movie, they really underutilized Corbin Bleu. Yes. Corbin Bleu has... Yeah, Chad. He has star power. He doesn't have his own song. I believe in High School Musical 2, he does get his own number. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm pretty sure. Um... But he he clearly has, you know, the, the dancing chops, the acting chops. Uh, he he should have had something, and I don't know if they, like, had something and then they cut it, but, like, all he does in this movie is wear three watches and just say stupid things.
3: He <gasps> wears three watches. Yeah. At, and we should say not throughout the movie,
1: at once. Mm-hmm. I actually think, I think throughout the movie he wears six watches because he wears three <laughs> once, and then another scene he wears a different three.
3: um he also had the line in the movie that has nothing to do he's it just made me concerned yeah he says he's trying to convince troy that he shouldn't uh pursue being a singer he should pursue being an athlete and he goes my mom has a picture of the singer of the phantom of the opera and she keeps it in the fridge. And Troy goes, on the fridge? And he goes, <laughs> No, in the fridge. <laughs> and then he's like, why does she keep it in the fridge? And he goes, I don't know. She thinks it'll help her with some diet. <laughs> uh Ooh. his mom is mentally ill. She is. This is, is like not well. schizophrenic behavior. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But his point is, if you play sports, you'll end up on a cereal box. If you (laughs) sing, you'll end up in my mom's fridge, which is what he says. His mom needs professional help. Yeah, Yeah. uh, probably fair. Yeah. If you're a sophomore in high school and someone tells you that story, you go, I don't understand cause and effect well enough (laughs)
0: to dispute
3: this, (laughs) but I guess.
1: That's so good.
0: Another fucked up line, and I guess I'm only saying this because I'm above 5'10", but when Sharpay's at her locker and uh, Mr. Baking comes over. Zeke. Yeah, and she, he tries talking to her, and she's like, evaporate, tall person. I wrote that down.
3: Yep. I love it.
1: I think we all did. It's a great line. That
0: was fucked up and <laughs> weird.
1: While we're talking about lines, should we do the decom F-bomb?
2: Oh, I think fuck, we should do the DCOM F-bomb.
1: Well, there's, there's your DCOM oh, wait, F-bomb. I Here one. it is. I, I found one. For those of you out there who don't know, the DCOM F-bomb is one of our favorite segments on the, on the Tipsy Panel. Um, if this were a PG-13 movie, you would get to say fuck once. Where would you want it to be? All right. Uh, I'll start. Um, so, uh, a, a little uh, tag on this movie after the credits, um, after Sharpay has rejected Zeke multiple times. Um, when she, uh, you know, finally tries one of the cookies that he offered her and she realizes it's really good. I would have very much enjoyed for, you know, after the final musical number, after the credits have rolled, she just walks into the gym, looks at Zeke and goes, these cookies, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) And then she jumps in his arms and they run off into the sunset. (laughs)
3: That's Um, great.
1: That's that's my DCOM F-bomb. I think I have two
3: hey number one uh oh my god where is it oh okay when they're in the cafeteria and the skaters stoners are talking to the one who's like i play cello and the um the one guy goes what's a cello and he goes it's a it's an instrument and he goes he can't understand what a cello is. Yeah, <laughs> he he, I, he should have just went like he. But he, as soon as they explain it, he goes oh. He should have just went fuck, ah,
1: fucking cello. Ah! <laughs> just had a meltdown about cellos. Runs out of the auditorium.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and number two, Chad has great shirts. Yeah. His shirts just say phrases on them. I come with my own background music. Uh, Easily distracted. (laughs) He should have just had a shirt that said, fuck musicals.
1: (laughs) That would be great. I really want that. I would have even accepted, as a a Disney movie, I would have even accepted if it was like F asterisk, hashtag, percent sign K, musicals. Yep. Now, that would have been something. I like that a lot. There's a lot of content online about Corbin Blues shirts. um I, People noticed them, I guess. Uh, the only one I noticed was I come with my own background music. But, uh, yeah, no, that was a thing that came up.
3: They're all over. What are your guys' F-bombs?
0: Oh, I think mine would have been uh, Evaporate Tall Person, and Zeke would have been like, well, fuck you then. <laughs>
1: just, just give him a line. I like that
0: what what's your come
2: uh, F-Bom? Okay, when, Zach, when Zac Efron, when Troy is on the Science Center, he's talking to Gabrielle. I think that's where they are. Anyway, he says something like, sometimes I don't want to be a basketball guy. I just want to be a fucking guy. And then, <laughs> yeah.
1: How many people in this movie are virgins? Definitely not Sharpay and Ryan because they fuck. Yep. Is Definitely Troy a virgin?
2: Mrs. Darbus.
1: No, Mrs. no she has she has a a kinky partner at home, and they do foot stuff, Oof. and they have a good time. Yep. Up, um. What I, is Troy a virgin? I think he's got to be because he doesn't really know how to like approach a a woman in an intimate way.
3: Yeah, Troy. He hangs out in his little flower garden. That's sort of yeah. He's he's a little shy. He's a virgin. Yeah. What about Chad? No.
1: Yeah, I don't think Chad's a virgin.
3: No, Chad has armpit hair. He's not a virgin.
1: Ah, there you go. Taylor? Who's Taylor? Taylor is the the head of the Decathlon team. No. Uh, no. No. You and say no?
0: No, cuz she lost it to Chad.
1: Really? Yeah. Actually, so I I well, it's it's funny that you say that. Um do you know the age difference between Corbin Blue and Monique Coleman when they did this movie? 30 years. <laughs> Not that much. Who was older? I honestly now can't tell. Corbin Blue when the movie came out? Uh, he is born in 1989. He was okay. 16 when it came out. Okay. Moni Coleman was 25. Whoa! Oh. That is the largest age gap between um, stars of this movie. She was 25? Yeah. Monique Coleman was 25 My when she did this movie. God. That's
3: why she was a better actress.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Mo- it, it's it's all over the place. Um, Corbin Bleu was 16. Vanessa Hudgens was 17. Zac Efron was 18. Um, Oyeska Rulin, may she rest in peace, was 19. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Tisdale was 20. Lucas Grabeel was 21. And Monique Coleman was 25.
0: May she rest in peace.
1: Oh, is she dead? No, we said Lucas Grabeel is dead. Are oh. they all dead? They're all dead. So yeah, yeah, sorry for you all to find out like this. Oh, we have
0: to play the Are They Alive or Dead game.
1: Oh, we could, but oh, I mean... you are all dead. We, yeah, we <laughs> gave it dead. away. Yeah, there's no point in playing because they're all dead. No fun for anyone. Um, what else do we have in this movie? Um, oh, I love... This is possibly the funniest, the most unintentionally funny moment in the whole movie. When um, they go up to the roof, Zach invites her up there, I'm sorry, Troy invites Gabriella up to the roof for like some privacy because nobody knows about this spot. There's like 20 potted plants up there and Gabrielle comes up and goes, wow, it's like a jungle up here. (laughs) Meanwhile in her in her backyard she's got this big ass tree that like canopies her entire balcony <laughs> now that's like a jungle but she sees like three perennials and goes wow a jungle
3: um i feel like we should jump in we haven't had the opportunity and i'd like to extend the invite to brendan first um, are you guys ready to go into the DECOM Dad Hour? Ah,
1: it's the DECOM Dad Hour, everybody. Always. Let's do it. Uh, DECOM Dad Hour. For those of you who don't know, the DECOM Dad Hour is exactly what it sounds like. We spend a whole hour talking about the dads in DECOMs. So, James, kick it off.
3: Uh, Well, we have just one dad, and it's Troy's dad. And I extended the invitation. But, Brennan what, what was your take on Troy's dad?
2: I mean, he was like a lot of dads in DECOMs. He was just kind of like a sexist. Uh, probably hasn't gotten a good old fashioned in a long time from the misses. Uh, rude guy. And then, and then I love like the little mind game he plays at the end where he's like, "I just want to see you have fun."
3: Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. that wasn't
2: the the whole shtick. The whole time was you just wanted me to work my ass off at basketball. And let's be honest here, Zach Efron, he's not that tall. How long is this basketball thing really going to play out for?
1: Yeah, very good point. You know,
2: he's going to go to sectionals, sure. But were we talking D1 with this guy? I mean, certainly not the NBA.
0: No. No, very good point. So he may have been sexist, but he was also sexy. (laughs) Definitely (laughs) one (laughs) of the hottest (laughs) DCOM dads there was. That's
1: a very good point. Yeah, we don't usually talk about how hot they are, but... Yeah, he's a good-looking decom dad.
0: <laughs> Sounds like Brennan agrees.
1: I <laughs> dropped my if mic we, because my she, boner she shot hated. up. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we had to rank this decom dad, how would it be? And if you'd like, you could do a separate rating for sexiness and for quality of parenting. Well, to be perfectly honest, I, he
0: gets a passing grade. He gets a C. Because while he is a hot decom dad... I don't think that makes up for the fact that he's a, a coach who's extra hard on his son. You know, he's hard on all of his players, as evidenced in the film, but he's harder on his son. And then he fucking gaslights his kid at the end. He's like, yeah. I just wanted you to have fun. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it
1: evidence that he's hard on all of the kids, though? He's really just hard on Troy.
0: Well, we only see him running a few drills, but he does appear to be, you know, giving them solid coaching. Yeah, he, he's yeah. stern. Mm hmm. Um, wow, say hard on I would
2: probably. Um, okay. He was hard on,
0: his, hard on hard on hard on his kids. Very hard, hard on. on his kids. Very hard on his kids. If I had to give him a <laughs> rating, I mean overall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> overall, I'd probably say Sorry. he gets like a. Sorry. I'd say probably like a a B. Um, he's got like a maybe like a an A minus on on his attractiveness, but like a C for his his quality of parenting.
2: I'm giving him um, an F. Oh, why is that,
1: Brandon? Salem I mean, you already grade. told us why, so.
2: Just didn't like it. sure him? you don't want
1: to give him a D?
2: No, oh. I would never. Nope. Neither one of us are giving any Ds.
1: <laughs> Guys, I, I think Troy's dad is a virgin. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that before. Because he doesn't understand that his son is attracted to somebody.
3: I give him like a C. He's got a good butt. He's got that decom duff uh but he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely got some decom darkness because uh at the when he's gaslighting Troy, he goes, well, That's really great to hear coach uh dad. Oh like he God. definitely makes him call him coach at home. Yeah and he wears the whistle all to the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Troy's Barry. dad is a decom drinker. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what a decom daddy.
0: So overall, uh it's a C. It averages out to a C. An yeah, F, so. two yeah, Cs, yeah. and an A. Yeah. That's a C. Well, I give him a B. Oh, okay. So let's... more like a D. He gets the D. He gets, he gets the, the D. D.
1: Sure, we'll give him the D.
0: And he's hard on his kids. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Um, end of the movie. Um, so uh, uh, psh, let, let's let's blow through this plot real quick. Uh, Chad and Taylor devise a plan to get Troy and Gabriella to stop um, seeing each other. And that plan is basically Chad just gets Troy to say that he doesn't like Gabriella, while he oh so subtly opens up a laptop and sets up a webcam. So fucking
0: manipulative. Hilarious. And potentially illegal. Yeah.
1: Very good point.
0: What are the two party consent laws in New Mexico?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. In
0: 2006.
1: Troy wins her her back. He goes to her house. He scales the balcony, and uh, then they just hang out. I guess also potentially illegal. Yeah, Mm yeah. He commits crimes. There's crimes that are committed. A couple crimes in this movie. They hack into the gym. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, at the end, um, Sharpay and Ryan's big move is to um, you know uh, change the date of the callbacks so that Troy and Gabriella can't attend because Troy will have state finals and Gabriella will have the decathlon. Um, but then everyone else you know, devises up a plan to uh, allow Troy and Gabriella to get to the callbacks. Um, this plan consists of Taylor creating some sort of uh, hack program that short-circuits the, um, the jumbotron. No, what, what's the scoreboard? The scoreboard in the gym, uh, putting a halt to the state finals game troy runs to the auditorium um at the decathlon they mix some sort of poisonous chemical yep now that's probably illegal yeah yeah i I think that one like you know it's it's debatable whether or not you it's illegal to um you know mess with a scoreboard or if that's just you know frowned upon yeah but it's Almost definitely illegal to purposefully create a poisonous substance that you expose Guys. to a whole room of unsuspecting mm-hmm. people. Guys,
0: that might have been a war crime. Oh, yeah. violates the Geneva Ooh, Convention. Some sarin they created. Yeah, they may have actually done war crimes.
1: Actually, in High School Musical Two, uh, Taylor is behind bars the whole time.
3: Yeah, oh. Oh, That was before he passed away.
0: <laughs>
1: Taylor's a lady. Until he oh, he
2: Like sings and dances way out of it.
0: Yep. So he took prisoners and he put black hoods on them. He attached <laughs> electrical wires to their genitals. Oh, wait, no. That was Lenny England. Sorry, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of Abu Ghraib. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. So they're, they're Abu so Ghraib, high school musical. Same shit.
1: But they get to the callbacks. Um, Ryan and Sharpay perform bop to the top. It truly is a bop to the top. Uh, Troy and Gabriella perform Breaking Free. Um, The notable thing about Breaking Free is that the first time they start to perform it, Gabriella doesn't sing because she has slight stage fright. But then the second time they perform it, that's when the whole crew knows. Like, okay, she's doing it the second time. And that's when they drop the backdrop and they dim the lights Mm -hmm. and they get everything ready. Because they all somehow knew the first time that she wasn't going to be ready. And then they sing Breaking Free, and everybody loves it, and uh, they, they get the part. Um, and then somehow at the end of the movie, everybody's happy with each other. Uh, and then they do uh, We're All in This Together. Um, I definitely skipped some important things, but that's that's the, the, the basis of the movie. That's pretty much everything. Um, I, I do really like when, um, you know, Miss Darbus originally tells them that they're not going to be able to perform because they were late. And then they're there. Um, and then Sharpe says, well, you don't even have a musical accompaniment. And then Kelsey shows up and says, yes, I'll play for them. And then Miss Darbus goes, now that's showbiz. But like, is it? Is just having a piano showbiz?
3: And she also says pianist and not pianist. Well, it's too close to penis. Oh, that's right. But then uh, uh, the the pianist says pianist like a second later. Well, that's because an adult can't say that's pianist. That's true. That's true. Yeah, no, that's definitely not the theater and a musicale. That could have been another F-bomb. Like, she just goes on such rants that someone should have just, like, in the background just gone shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, she is just ranting, and the kids kind of get it. Like, I feel like the last rant she has, she gets kind of like a tepid, like, g- light golf clap, because yeah. people are just like,
1: ah, I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. So here's a here's a take about High School Musical that I've seen pop up a lot on on Twitter and other parts of the internet, and I want to see what you guys think of this or if you've heard this before. Um, Sharpay is truly the victim of this movie.
2: Agreed, so, Agreed. Sharpay. Yeah.
1: Ha- and Ryan have tons of acting experience. Yeah. There is no reason for them not to play the leads in this you know, experimental new musical. They perform incredible numbers. They do their own choreography. They have excellent chemistry. It all looks great. And these two people who don't dance are new to singing and can't show up on time, do two songs, and Miss Darvis goes, yeah, you can have it. I will say that Sharpay and Ryan are in the wrong for scheming to try to move the date, yeah. but I, she already felt that she was wronged because they let somebody else in the callbacks after there was, you know, after it was supposed to be the deadline. And now they were totally I, I, I get where She's coming. From. I get where they're coming from this entire time.
0: Yeah, but would it be a decom if it wasn't a true underdog story? I mean, obviously we're rooting for Troy and what's her name because. You know, it's an underdog story, and what would it be, you know, it wouldn't be a decom without that.
2: You're
1: well, right. there, are, there are plenty of decoms that aren't underdog stories. Yeah, name um, one. Brink. Brink no. is not an underdog story. They're all excellent <laughs> skaters. The only thing they don't have is money. Also, I'd argue <laughs> Troy, a handsome, white,
3: athletic, mm-hmm. also musically talented male. Yeah. Uh with muscle they show him shirtless. Which is a Mm. bold move for a decon. Yes, that's true. Uh, Yeah, Zach Efron is not uh, an underdog in almost any sense. But Troy Bolton is. No, he's not. Troy's only an underdog because his dad puts cigarettes out on him.
1: (laughs) That's why it's so surprising that they showed him shirtless, because he's covered in scars, round circular burns.
0: Yep. Troy's dad's a war criminal, too. Mm -hmm. He can Mm -hmm. go hang out with Lindy England.
3: They never say what Troy's dad did. They just show a picture of him in high school when he was also a basketball star. And then they, there's a gap, and then he becomes the coach. So what happened to that dad? Write us at Tipsy. <laughs> he <laughs> on went on to Twitter.
0: Afghanistan and Iraq hey, to torture prisoners at black sites. That
3: kind of lines up. With Pete Butgeich. Except he might have been in like the first Gulf War.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, um, before we get to the rating, um, I I know we all have other things that we want to say. This is a good time where we could just throw out everything that we also enjoyed in this movie or that we didn't enjoy. I will start. Um, I think one of my favorite things is when Gabby is doing her solo. And even though the song is really bad, at one point she just stops in front of a like 50 foot long poster of the team and yeah. Zach Efron and he's, she just stands in front of it pining for him
3: he's 10 feet tall
1: yes it is fantastic and the fact that they have that up at a school is hilarious
2: yeah.
1: what's everybody else's notes um, do we have any other notes
2: my favorite thing is about the Troy's dad aka the basketball coach his office Is, and I'm sure this was cut off, but it was just a poster that said basketball and a bunch of basketballs (laughs) on a shelf. (laughs) Did we all notice that
1: Chad held a basketball the entire time in this movie? Pretty much. Now, when you hold a basketball in the first scene, that's exposition. That's establishing that this person likes basketball. When you hold a basketball in minute 60 of the movie, that's just comedy. That is that is <laughs> yeah. true comedic placement and, and I'm here for it. I think that was such a great choice. I I, I mean, I, I really hope it was Corbin Blue's choice to be like, no, I have to wear I have to have a basketball. I play basketball. I, I have to wear three watches and I have to carry a basketball with me.
3: It, That's was, just origi- how it, goes. That's it was originally star
1: power
2: right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wear three watches. It was originally
3: It was the Chekhov's gun. Of this movie, <laughs> I where they know, were I was like, about "If you show that, like, a basketball,
2: shoot the basketball."
1: No, I don't think so. There's that one. Uh, I mean, at the end of "Get Your Head in the Game," when they all throw the basketball, he throws the basketball, but nobody's really throwing at a basket. They're mostly just throwing towards the camera.
0: Okay, wait. I have something to add. Hit me when they sang that song, "Get Your Head in the Game." Mm-hmm. Were they actually singing, or was this just like a collective hallucination? Because they make fun of Troy for wanting to sing at first, but they all sang. So what was that? Was that fantasy or or reality?
1: It's. I mean, I, I, I don't know how to phrase this. It's a joke. It is a musical joke. They all talk about how dumb it is, but because it's a musical, this is the perfect time for them to break out into song. So they're not actually singing or dance like right. you know it's it's a musical. Uh huh. It's it when, when I mean Ryan, when does anyone ever really break out into song and dance?
0: Well, Brandon, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really not sure. <laughs> it,
1: uh, definitely
0: not right now.
1: Nope.
3: So speaking of that, uh I want to find uh I found a high school musical drinking game.
1: Oh! How did we not know about this before? Hit me. I want to know uh, all about it.
3: Okay. It's pretty good. So you drink every time a cell phone goes off. Girls act catty. Anyone screams out "Wildcats." Ah. Zach Efron is shirtless. Anyone <laughs> leans on a wall. Uh, oh. The discussion topic has to do with singing. Coach Bolton says team or if Kelsey is wearing a ridiculous outfit. So you are already drinking a lot. You're drinking the entire movie. There's even more. Drink two times when Zac Efron does a terrible job trying to lip sync. Uh, (laughs) People are obviously lip syncing. Uh, Anyone who screams out, what team? (laughs) Uh, Anytime Sharpay tries to hit on Troy. Oh. Anytime Ryan has a dance. Ooh. And then you take a shot whenever a song bursts out. Oh my god! That's literally
1: nine shots. There's nine songs in the movie. You will really get messed up. Everyone, please decom responsibly when you're playing this game. Uh, I, I, if if you are too young to remember before decoms existed, you are too young to be drinking. That's my PSA. It's fair. But damn, that game is wild. I would not make it through Wild fifteen cats. minutes of this movie. Oh, oh you got us. Drink drink.
2: Drink.
3: Anytime someone leans on a wall is very subtle but very good.
1: I want to talk about how when um when Taylor is apologizing to Gabriella for her uh you know, for their mis their misdeeds, Taylor's apology says, We were jerks. No, we were worse than jerks. Because we were, we mean, were mean jerks, jerks. <laughs> You could have come up with a better name Like You could have said we were conniving
0: Jerks or, aren't mean by definition I that's know right what, That's what being a jerk is
1: A little redundant Don't you think Oh well What else do we got We, we really should wrap this up But I could talk so long about this movie yeah, I know you could Mm-hmm. I, I, didn't. I could I could talk about that scene where Sharpay goes to look for Gabriella in the bathroom, and the way that Gabriella hides is in no way truly hiding from Sharpay because she like hides from the camera. But when Sharpay turns around, she will very clearly see where Gabriella is because she's just standing behind a wall.
2: <laughs> yeah, same with Troy. He like Houdini's out of
1: yeah when and his and dad is following
2: him. Yeah.
1: Oh my god.
3: I feel like I bring this up a lot, but I I just want to level set. I think the events of this movie take place over like four or five days. Oh, it's very short. Yeah. Like, they, in the first day alone, they get back to school after going on that vacation, they get detention, they have one basketball practice go to the rest of school, and then actually serve their detention. And then there was supposed to be another basketball practice. And by then, you're already, like, 25 to 30 minutes into the movie. Like, you're, they're really just diving into this.
1: I believe, canonically, it's about two weeks. I want to say that Oof. they mention the finals are a couple weeks away. Okay. Yes, two weeks. Yeah, so the movie takes place over two weeks. Okay. All right, that's better, but... I was mm-hmm. just
0: about to make fun of you, saying, "How do you know this?" But that makes a lot of sense. I know it because I watched the movie. So they turn this entire high school on its head and
3: reinvent the social structure in two weeks. They're gods.
1: Yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. I want to just want to play some cello, bro.
0: A cello. Yo.
1: I've only got I've only got two more notes Joe's, on here that I didn't already talk about. Joe's really good. Um, one of them is uh, one of them is that when when Gabby when Gabriella goes back to writing her um, her chemistry equations on the board, she draws a carbon with six bonds, and that made me really mad. Mm-hmm. Carbon can only bond four times. Shut up, nerd! I am a nerd. I tutor chemistry. Hire me.
3: Also, their chemistry was like supposed to be in an academic decathlon, and it was just balancing yeah equations nothing crazy at all yeah
1: and heat of fusion yep that's pretty much it nothing that a your your typical high school plebe couldn't do um but that was also notice that notice that um it's in uh it's you know early January and even at like five thirty five p m it's still bright out. I didn't like that well it's
0: Albuquerque
1: so it still one, dark what, what's the one five thirty five in the winter it's Isn't there Arizona, one Arizona oh, it's is the Arizona. one state that doesn't do daylight savings. Close. Arizona Neighbors. and New Mexico, is the same state. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sorry <place>. John McCain. <laughs> You're dead. All right. Anything else, Brendan? You got anything else before we rate this movie?
2: Nah, I pretty much said it all.
1: All right, let's do it. Uh, somebody explain how we rate it, because I have to take a big sip of water.
0: Uh, hey, what's up, guys? It's Ryan. Just want to let you know that the way we rate movies is very simple. You either take your thumb and put it up, or you take your thumb and put it down. There's no wishy-washiness. Can't put your thumb in the middle. You either got to give it a big old yes or a big old no. Did that suffice? That was perfect. You want to start us off? Um, th- thumbs down.
1: <laughs> 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 any, any, any elaboration on that?
0: Yeah, because if you're almost 28 years old and you watch this movie and you think that it's good, then there's something wrong with you.
1: (laughs) Well, Ryan, I got some bad news for you. Uh, Well... It's There's... not news
0: to me, man. There's something wrong with you. Yeah,
1: you know. I how could I possibly give this movie a thumbs down? This podcast wouldn't exist if this movie never came out because this movie is the reason that everybody knows what DComs are. <laughs> I would have loved DComs regardless. This was never my favorite DCom, but it certainly is the reason why everybody else knows what Disney Channel original movie is. And it's the songs are very good, save for Gabriella Solo which is very bad, but whatever. I digress. Um, The songs are so catchy. The writing in these movies is never good, and I never expected it to be good. But this put Disney Channel original movies on the map and made it mainstream. It's a thumbs up from me. There's no way I could give this movie a thumbs down, no matter how dumb it is, and no matter how bored I was whenever they were just doing plot exposition. Fair. Yeah, okay. Uh, Brennan! Brandon, what do you think?
2: Okay. I'll give it a thumbs up in comparison to other movies in the franchise, like Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. But a thumbs down in comparison to like minded movies such as the nineteen seventies classic Grease.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we, we, we need a we need a definitive thumbs up or down in total. All
2: right. I'll, you know, I'm gonna go up. I'm just happy to be back. Hell
1: yeah. We're <laughs> so happy to Oh my <laughs> god.
3: It's so good. To have you back.
1: It just feels right.
3: I really hope this it all just works. It feels
2: right. It <laughs> you know, when you know you know. Oh, what well, with my with my audio? Yeah. If not, uh we'll just like you know, just ADR like a like a goose honking <laughs> in for my place and that ow, will be who ow, you guys ow, are talking ow, to. Ow, yeah. Wow, wow.
1: Yeah, right. that's perfect. Right. That's that's what Brennan sounds like. Excellent.
2: That's uh, certainly what I sound like to some people.
1: James, you're the last one. Um, okay.
3: Thumbs up to the dad, hot dad. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, thumbs down to the songs. Yeah. Not my not my stees. Um, thumbs up to the Kangol hats thumbs up to the basketball but overall thumbs down not not my thing uh it it maybe i was in a bad mood but it made me kind of angry this yeah. movie so yeah just based on my feelings
0: of it when watching it thumbs down so i could see why you know high school kids would like this you know it's age appropriate mm-hmm. but for me as an adult man you know almost 28 years old it just, you know, it didn't do it for me.
1: Well, 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 of course it's not going to do it, but maybe we shouldn't be rating it through that lens. But then pff,
0: Yeah, no, we should be.
1: If you're rating it through that lens, all of these are going to be a thumbs Ooh, down. Why
0: do you think I'm always giving this shit a thumbs down? You
1: you haven't been though. You for for like I think from like episodes 20 to 25, you were all thumbs up. I'd like to see the numbers on that.
0: No, where, you. Where I, are my saber metrics?
1: Okay, I'll 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 run the numbers and get back to you. Um, but that pretty much brings us to the end of this episode, guys. We did thirty episodes. Holy shit! So cool. Wow. Dear the, God. Dear God. We, that's, a, that's a lot. I know it. It really is. This is this is. Brandon, a lot how of many decoms are there? There are a hundred and seven. Oh. And I, look, I looked at their list recently, and now there are only three decoms that I've s- – there are only like three or four decoms that I've seen that I haven't – that I we haven't done on this podcast yet. Wow. So wow. very soon we're going to get to a point where it's just going to be movies I have not seen, which is very exciting to me. It and is. that's why I wanted to start this in the first place. The singularity is coming. The singularity <laughs> is coming, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm very excited for that. Um but I want to thank all of our listeners because god damn it, we do this for you.
0: Yeah, it's not for us or anything. It's for you.
1: No, we do it for you, and I'm so glad we are so glad that you're all, all out there listening.
0: This one's for Marissa.
1: Yeah. This one's for Samantha.
0: This one's for Lucas. My mom. Brenda's wi- mom.
2: <laughs> my wife. Yeah, my mom listens. Yeah. Hot.
1: My Shout mom. outs. Shout outs for oh, Barb.
0: This one's Black for Anthony.
1: Yeah. To everybody out there listening, we're so glad that you're there. Friends and strangers, we're just glad that
0: you're that we're heard. Co-workers, future co-workers, yeah. co-workers. Give, me job, please. give me a job
1: please. Please also remember, <laughs> please also remember to This one's uh, for Brennan. Yeah, this one is, is for Brennan. Um actually, you know what? You know, <laughs> forget what, what I was going to say. Brennan hit me with the plugs. What do you got a plug? You got plug anything? You got something?
2: Yeah, um, you can see my good friend Talia's boyfriend play in a couple bands around Austin, Texas. He plays in a band called Sammy G, and he plays at a church every Sunday. Don't know which one. Aw, oh, cool. You can check me out at brennanbanta.com. I'm looking for work. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Uh, and, you know, um, check out the show... Uh, Mr. Show with Bob and David It's been off the air for decades But it's pretty funny It is
1: a good show <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that one I like that
2: <laughs> Should I just plug? check out the book series The Little Lord of the Rings <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever if heard you of need this to make thing. A do- If you need to make a charitable donation Go to HealingWithHorsesRanch.com It's where I volunteer every oh, week
1: yeah. that's a good one
2: And, you know just, like, speak your truth, comrades. I don't know what you want me to say. No, also, I think um, these, these are some peers, of the best vlogs these... we've ever had. What's my best barbecue? Is that what you said?
1: Uh, no, but, yeah, tell me. What's your best barbecue you've ever had?
2: Um, It's probably this place called Terry Black's, but oh. I had really good barbecue over the weekend because the view was freaking gorgeous. Where was this? It was like we had to drive up a big old hill, and then it looked upon Lake Austin and a bunch of—it's um, it's called Hill Country. It was Ooh. just nice and pleasant, and it was good food, and the sun was out, and yada yada. I wonder I if that's the same Ta- you know, Hill
1: Country that's in uh, Midtown Manhattan. I doubt it. I've, I mean, who knows? Fuck Midtown. Yeah, but Hill Country Barbecue in Manhattan I've has—I'm not kidding. The best dry rub chicken wings I have ever had. They're up
0: there. Everybody check out Brennan's new home state. It's called New Jersey. Jersey? (laughs) That's not where she lives. It's the Garden the Garden State.
1: Oh, I know that movie. All right, no, let's fuck, fuck it. Let's wrap this up. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Um, please uh, like us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Please comment and engage with us on social media. We are on Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. We are on Twitter at Tipsy Panel. You can email us at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. Yeah, you can. Uh, subscribe to us. Uh-huh. Give us five stars. Uh-huh. Uh, do all of that fun engagement stuff. We love to hear from you. But that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for 30 episodes. Thanks, Brennan. Thank you, Brennan, for wow. coming. Thanks, Brennan. Thanks
2: you. Thanks to you guys.
1: Yeah, no, we, we couldn't ever do this without you, and I'm glad that you're back.
2: That's absolutely not the case, because <laughs> <laughs> you did it for a good 10 episodes and everything was fine. <laughs> well, we
1: couldn't have started without you, and it was yeah. it was fine, but you make it great. Yes
2: great thanks see uh, you for, for episodes here. 31 and beyond oh
1: yeah tune in next time everybody we'll have another decom for you thanks bye i want food gummy <laughs> get lost ashley tisdale you're dead
3: you're canceled to oh. us. yeah
1: she's never coming on the show again my god i want food gummy Just brennan kidding. you're back hey
2: guys i'm Hi, still recording Brian. is that okay yeah yeah no, it's
0: fine we always do you this. can end whenever just tell me when you're gonna end and then i'll end start. and then you can just right. upload your shit to dropbox
2: okay cool that um, works well all right yeah, i guess i'll end all right right me too all right okay but oh thanks. god what button do i hit shit stop it's the square one it's stop it's not record no, no, no hit the square one